Hey, thanks for listening to Well Written Podcast. I am Jordan Worth of The Brothers Worth. We're excited to have you here for the 420 episode. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You can listen to it on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Player FM. And if you're listening on any of those, please uh, subscribe and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Um, you can find us on Twitter at WellWrittenPod. You can find us on Facebook at WellWrittenPodcast. Uh, this week's guest is Caleb Wildcard Matson. He is a great artist here uh, locally from Vancouver, doing some really good things and uh, working on a new project coming out. So um, we're going to hop into it. Thanks again for listening, and this is Well Written. Hello and welcome to Well Written Podcast. What's going on, guys? Thanks for listening. We are here today on 420. Happy 420, everybody! And uh, we're here with Caleb Wildcard. Um, Do you have a Caleb Wildcard? Caleb yeah. Wildcard, Manson, Matt Ka- Matson. Yeah, it's Caleb Wildcard. Okay, Caleb great. Wildcard. Yeah. So we got you in the building. It's the 420 episode. You have worked in the weed industry for. Three years, right? A couple years, yeah. A couple years, and you've been uh, writing music for how long now? 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. Since you were a kid, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's About, yeah. that's the people that I love to talk to, man. If you have 20 <laughs> years of experience, what you're making is, at this point, you know, it's your sound. You've developed a, a thing, and you can, everything that you sound like, people will know that it's you. You know what I mean? Yeah, most definitely. So... Being that it's 420, we're going to ask a couple of questions uh, about some weed-related things. Do you think that marijuana or alcohol or drugs affects the, your writing process and how? Uh, yeah, absolutely it affects it. Um, it just depends on the emotion or the mood, I guess, of the song that's being written for me. Uh, sometimes I write songs better when I'm sober, to be honest, and sometimes uh, I write songs better when I, when I smoke a bowl or smoke a joint, whatever the case is, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It just kind of depends on the mood that I'm in and the stress that I'm going through at that particular time. Um, and, and a lot of that goes into play with, with whether I want to even smoke before I write a song or, or if I want to just stay clear headed through it. Yeah. Nice. Well, Jordan and I have written a lot of music. We've uh, written a lot in a lot of different states of mind. Um, I find that I'm not very good at writing music when I'm stoned. I can write guitar parts all day, but I can't write lyrics like worth the dick. Right. But if I'm drunk, I can pump out a song in two damn minutes. Like they'll, I'll play it through and then I'll remember it and it's great and I love that song. Yeah, so. I think we've written some of our like some of uh, like our friends' favorite stuff and like yeah. you know people that came to our concerts and stuff. Some of the favorite songs were things we wrote really drunk. So. Really drunk. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> like you, when you don't have inhibitions and you you just don't care, it's a lot easier to write because you're not mm-hmm. thinking about things that are tripping you up. Like whether you think it's good or not, you just kind of write it. Yeah, things come out uh, very honest. For there sure, are definitely yeah, a lot sure. of artists that use marijuana to. Uh, to get into that headspace of just like, I don't fucking care. I got to do right. this thing and focus on it. It's so awesome. whatever you do on 420, man, do it. Yeah, man. Awesome. Yeah, right. sure. Make sure it's well written. Be safe. Be safe. Dude. I will say too, I think that I like, I like practicing music when I'm stoned. 
Like when it's already written or yes. the skeleton of the song at least is already written when I'm sober in a different state of mind and then I, I smoke weed and then play it and sing it or perform it or whatever. I, I like that. Yeah. That is that's a, definitely a good feeling. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things to do. And I'm, you know, I get high alone a lot. So if I can <laughs> then just pick up a guitar and work on whatever I'm working on. It's For sure. Good. And I wanted to also mention you play guitar. Do you yeah. write a lot of your songs just sitting down on with a guitar? Is that like your bare bones system? Yeah, like nine, nine out of ten songs are going to be written starting off on the guitar um, or the piano, really. Either, either one, it's it's going to be uh, kind of a tie. But start off with the guitar, and then a lot of times I just keep it acoustic. Sometimes um, if it calls for more instruments or a beat or whatever the case might be for, for different you know elements to add to the song to make it better, then I kind of handle that in the studio. But for the most part, it stays an acoustic track for me up until I'm in the studio. Then we add whatever else. Damn. Yeah. Um, You have, like, I'm not really sure how to classify your genre because, uh, I mean, from what I've heard, like, you're, you're definitely, like, in a different place now than probably the music that I've listened to online. Um, But what I have heard, you kind of have a mix of, like, like laid back like coffee shop pop stuff almost sometimes like and then but with like this edgy hip-hop flow over the top and it's very like uh it's very different and like um i was just kind of wondering like how do you classify your genre yeah yeah hey uh, i don't really know honestly i don't know it's i i try to be as as different as possible and i i always i always um kind of told myself that I didn't want to be pigeonholed into one uh, genre or backed against a corner as a rapper or a singer, or, you know, a rock guy or, a, or whatever. Uh, I've been in, you know, death metal bands. I've written country songs. I've written, you know, classic rock sounding shit. Um, and then gone full fucking, you know, hardcore rap over, you know, five, five, whatever, five songs, six songs. Um, it all just kind of popcorns around, man. That's kind of goes back to why I kind of called myself uh, Wild Card, or where people were calling me Wild Card, uh, just because you never really know what style is going to come next, and then that's what I like. All right, and you're working on a new release right now, right? Yeah, um, actually, just finishing up an album called Undeniable, and hoping to release that here this year, uh, hopefully by the the end of summer. All right, end of summer, yeah. fall, nice. We'll all see. right. What was that called one more time? Undeniable? Uh, undeniable, yeah. All right. Undeniable by Caleb Wildcard. Make sure you guys look, look out for that. Yeah. Tell the people real quick uh, where they can find you so that they can find out when that release is coming. Uh, I'm facilitating most of the new news coming through on Facebook page, Caleb Wildcard. Um, Caleb Matson uh, is my other profile that I'm using right now to push a lot of content. Uh, also, Instagram, Snapchat, Wildcard Matson for both of those. Um, and then there'll be some commercials and teasers up on YouTube here as well. just under Caleb Wildcard. Awesome. Cool. Um, when you are working on, on a new album, do you have a theme in mind? Do you, you just started this 13 song project and did the whole thing all the way through. Everything's done here in post-production now. Did that start out with an idea for a 13 song? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, to- I totally did. The name of this uh, album is Undeniable. And um, somebody told me one time, like a couple of years ago, maybe a year and a half, two years ago, we were arguing about about who is the best rapper in the in the city or whatever. And that's kind of a debate that gets brought up in Portland, Vancouver area. And 
I was like, bro, I'm, I'm one of them. I have to be like, there's no way I've been working so hard that like, there's no, there's no fucking way I'm not. And he's like, well, until you put some undeniable shit out, you're just going to be another blah, 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 or whatever he said. I don't remember, but it stuck with me. What he said is like, until you put out some shit that's undeniable, like yeah. you're, ju- you're just hyping yourself up. You know, you're not the best. You're not one of the best until you put out this content. This just, you know, you can't, you can't mm-hmm. say no to. So I thought about that and I chewed over. I was like, you know, he's right. So if I put out an album in the, in the city, it has to be undeniable. That's the only way it's going to catch fire. So that's kind of where I was at. And I, I intended to put every song um, on the map. I just wanted to make every single song you hear it. And you're like, damn, this came out of Portland, you know? Shit, that's a good uh, point, man. I, yeah. That's a <laughs> really clear vision. Um, that's got to be beneficial for uh, writing something that's this complete um, idea. So the... Do you need a fire under your ass like that to write something, or are you just always writing music regardless? Like I'm, yeah, I'm writing music no matter what. I don't care what somebody says or, or whatever. But um, that really helped put put the fire to complete the project. I think. Yeah, it was more of a motivation to finish something and to and to really set my mind to something and do it. Uh, I already knew I'd write the undeniable music. That's you know that's me, but actually doing it that's that's another thing. So. Yeah. Damn. So when you're, when you're working to, to make something undeniable, are you like, are you writing songs when you're in the shower? Are you singing no. catchy hooks? Like what's your, I know I'm office. I sit down. I need to be by myself to write the best stuff. Really. Um, I like to be just completely alone, smoke a bunch of weed and kind of sit down and really just think about the chord progression is where I start. Once I get a good chord progression, then I start to think of a, a chorus or if it's going to be a rap song if you know start to think about the first couple bars that are going to start off the song and then usually it just kind of snowballs into that and i, I just kind of tunnel vision on that until it's done cool. that's how i like to do it at least yeah that's a good way to do it if you can just sit down and focus yeah you know block out all that other shit that gets in the way for sure what kind of shit gets in the way for you oh uh, my own thoughts just you know boredom there's a lot of times where i'll sit down and and won't have a spark of inspiration or something that's just totally moving to make me want to write and i'll just sit there and after 20 minutes of not having anything inspiring spark in my head i'll get bored yeah you know i'll get you know this sucks i can't think of something get a little discouraged you know and then the writer's block mentality comes in which my writer's block is a myth it's just all limitations in your head but yeah. So it's just getting over those personal barriers. It's hard. Um, other than that, I mean, everything else is an excuse. And, you know, if you don't have time, if you're too much school, kids, I have kids, I go to work, you know, we all have lives. If you want to write a song, write a song. Yeah. So. <laughs> Absolutely. And then know, work your ass off to make sure people hear it is right? the other thing. And that's, that's the absolute truth, too, is that, like, almost all of your barriers are created by you. Like, if you want to do something, just go right. do it. <laughs> For sure, yeah. Nobody can tell you no. I mean, you know, yeah. we live in a, a free enough society to where, like, you can go pretty much do whatever you decide you're going to go do. Mm-hmm. And you got to make that happen. But nobody, you know, nobody else is going to help you either. So it's yeah. on you. That's right. For yeah. sure. That's cool. So you say nobody else is going to help you. But let's be honest. Everybody gets some help somewhere. Where do you find help? Uh, I'm really actually fortunate in in my networking um, abilities, I guess. Um, and I've met a lot of really cool people throughout you know the years of doing music and helped a lot of other people out. And when you help people, it makes them you know want to help you. 
And I, I've worked that as a kind of a go-to for me for the last five years, I guess, of really trying to make some, some substance out of music. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, pretty much you can find someone to help you with whatever project you need as yeah. long as you, you talk to the right people. Videos, you know, recording, graphic design stuff, um, promotion and shows and, and all these things artists need in order to become successful or have their own, you know, level of success. And, um, these things cost a ton of money, but there are a ton of people out there that are, are you know, down to help. You know? I guess more what I meant by nobody's going to help you is like, nobody's going to hold your hand through the process. Like, right. like you have to go find that person who's going to help you make videos. Like if, if you're a person who writes music, like you might not be the person who designs your artwork for your CD or like your, you know, your artwork for your website or designs your website yeah. or, you know, does your product. You might not do all the production and video like all of that stuff but you still got to go find those people like that's on you yeah absolutely and so is all of the writing and like you know you you have to make all that stuff happen you know so like just sitting around or just writing doesn't make any of that happen yeah guys if you're if you're sitting there and you're on song 11 of a 12 song album that you think is going to just shatter this whole world like you need to immediately after you finish that 12th song Go out and shove it down a bunch of people's throats and pay the money that you need to pay people to help you make it complete. Because yeah. you can't can't get anywhere with the best songs ever written if nobody's ever going to hear them. And if nobody cares when they see your thumbnail that just has a shitty done graphic like the one that we have for Well Written. What's up? But we have a new graphic that we're going to release soon, everybody. <laughs> so we're yeah. really excited about that. <laughs> So uh, your your name is Caleb Wildcard Matson. You you told me earlier that Wildcard was due to the fact that you kind of hop around genres and you right. you've been doing that for a long time at this point, I assume. Oh yeah. Um, when did you like start blending these soulful runs with this guitar part and? Um, like four four years ago, I guess maybe five years ago. Um, I started really crafting my own sound and and creating a unique style. Um, but I've always liked different styles of music. Like I said, I, I was in a metal band for two years. It was ridiculous music. I, I don't even really too much enjoy it anymore, but I was in this ridiculous hardcore metal band. Um, and my favorite artist at that time was, I think it was Elton John. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it was all over the fucking place. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's good, man. Your, your music really fits the name. You seem to have kind of two faces in in this single persona. So you have this like singy, really pretty, like great voice, and <laughs> that's just what we've heard so yeah, far. Yeah, I mean, I, and that's kind of what I'm wondering. So in the next release, is that something that we can see? Continue? Oh yeah, it's, it's every song's gonna sound like it comes off of a different album, but it's gonna all tie together. Okay, cool. And that's already complete. Like we're, I'm really excited to hear it at this point. Yeah, it, it's dope. I'm excited to to get it out there for sure. Cool. Um, who produces most of your beats when you actually go to the studio and get that done? So I work with Sean Teach. He's a producer out of Beaverton, and he has a beautiful studio, full setup, drums, real piano, keyboards, guitars, amps, all the you know the whole nine. And and that's a lot of fun. Um, again, that's Sean Teach. He's a great producer. He does. All the beats when when need be, when we need to put in, you know, drums or put in anything, he'll help me with that and, and do all that. Um, he's taken my songs that I've written and really 
put some life to them, which is really dope. Awesome. Right. But outside yeah. of that, you're writing like all the guitar parts, all the piano right. parts. Oh yeah. All the vocals. Yeah. And on the album, it's me playing all the piano parts and all the guitar parts and stuff like that. Cool. There's not a, uh, studio musician taking care of any of that stuff like you are the studio musician yeah i'm the well. studio musician and then sean sean also does a lot of the beats um he does all, he makes all the beats and then he also makes all the additional music like if i'm not playing the piano and there's cello or strings or mm-hmm. you know he's adding all that in okay that's so cool yeah and man i would love to get in a studio like that and have just like a ton of production value put on some tracks how did you go about meeting somebody like this who wants to work with your music everyone that i met in the industry has been done through social media (laughs) so i met him through social media and then we linked up and ended up clicking really well musically and wanted to do this project that's that's the power of 2018 right there. Is that, like, yeah. I mean, we've met a lot of the <laughs> so people true. we've had on the podcast through social media. Right. Like we, I mean, not you, but... Which is weird because at this point, we've gone through a lot of the people that we know personally and, right. and stuff. And so uh, to have someone on that we know through a connection and not that we've met through social media, it's right. weird. It feels like... Uh, yeah, dude, social media has definitely taken over and, and changed the game as far as networking, getting to know people, you know. Definitely yeah. met a lot of cool people through that. Man, and I'm like, I'm not a big fan personally, like, but as a resource in, in just finding, like, I mean, if you can find anybody through social media, you can find businesses, you right. can find musicians, like all of that stuff I think is super beneficial. And, you know, there's, there's the downsides, but the downsides are pretty steep too, man. So, <laughs> really so yeah, I, I it's hard to, to use, sift through the bullshit. Yeah. I try not to use my personal accounts very often, but like I use our well-written account pretty frequently, you know, right. not just to promote the podcast, but also to try and network and to try and for sure like, yeah. find new people people who want to come on find new people just to listen to you know like yeah, yeah. Man. um so have you worked with any other artists in this area with features or anything like that yeah i've worked um quizilla is going to be on the undeniable album um hoping to get um artist named mike bars uh maybe on this album probably not but i'm definitely looking forward to possibly working with him in the future right um also, uh, I mean, really, I, I'm kind of open. There's a guy, um, a couple artists out in, in Pendleton that I'm going to be working with, a couple artists out in Boise I'm going to be working with. Um, nice. I'm a little selective about who I, I work with just because, you know, so many people want to want to work all the time. It's just an artist culture thing. Let's make a song together. Let's, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, the problem is, is just if I made a song with everybody, it would it would take up all my time. I know you'd have a feature, and every every song would have a feature. Um, I think a lot of people run into that too. Like it's just give everybody if you featured somebody all the time like that's all your songs you gotta have some right. stuff and like you have a vision too for what your album should sound like and what you want and that's yeah that's the whole reason i left like being in a band and that whole music scene as well as i hate sharing creative control with five other people so i yeah. kind of left the band so i can make my own music and um that definitely plays into it as well but there are a couple artists um that i that i'll be working with though yeah awesome cool so, uh, having that creative control and then working with an artist, do you, 
Um, do you kind of let them know what your song is, like what direction you're headed with, and then you trust them to put that lyrical content in? Well, that's why I've only worked with other reputable artists that I know that I'm not going to worry about. Mm -hmm. If I'm working with someone new that's unpredictable to me, um, I'll take control of the song for sure and say, Hey, this is how, this is what the song's about. This is the content. This is how many bars or measures it needs to be. And this Mm -hmm. is where it has to stop because it's going into this part. And this is why, and you know, and (laughs) explain, cause there's people that just rappers, especially are are very hard to work with because a lot of them don't have a musical background. They're just rappers Mm -hmm. and not to say they can't be good what they do, but they don't, they don't understand in music time and how things work for a a song. Um, so they just kind of do what, whatever, you know, some (laughs) I've had some bad experiences. Having where, a musical background is uh, a is a huge benefit, man. You can work with anybody if you right. if you're a musical person. So that's uh, but I mean, having to hold someone's hand through something is it can be annoying. It's but not you, it's not to say that you can't get a really good product out of it. Either. I've had cases too where I've written songs that I was just so happy with, and then got some another artist on it with me because they wanted to, or they bugged me about it, or whatever, mm-hmm. or they just you know, or they were the homie or whatever, and then they get on the song. I'm just like, oh man, the song's not as good now. Right, and that sucks. Not to be you know, I don't want to want it to sound egotistical or like I you know shitting no, on someone else's music but it's like a, fuck like you know, i said you have a vision for what yeah like, your song is and what your album is gonna be and like all of that stuff so see what i would much rather do is if someone reached out to me with a song already done and they wanted me to get a spot on that i would be much happier doing that than having someone get onto one of my songs sure so so you're open to featuring if I'm, anybody out there is like hey you know i like what what i hear and yeah i'm open to features um i charge 300 bucks for a feature for a hook if i'm writing a hook for somebody cool. it's it's 300 bucks right now that price will definitely go up because the hooks i'm writing are pretty fucking good tight <laughs> and, and people are buying them so cool. I, you know what i mean um for a verse 200 bucks 150 bucks if i like what you're you know what you're doing and then there's you know, if you have more fucking followers than me, I'll get on your song for free. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what I mean for real. Yeah, like for if real, you got more awesome. clout, like then I'll you know that, let's do a feature. But yeah, um, yeah, that's the way the world works, man. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. So, right. um, do you ever get competitive with other artists? No, no. I stay fun. in my own lane. I don't care about other artists. Like what they're doing like they can do them you know like we're all doing we're all out here making her the the thing is cream rises to the top and and yeah you know i mean the music speaks for itself at the end of the day do you like making portland do you like making music in the portland area do you think this is a good spot for the kind of music that you're making i don't know yet i'm just kind of getting in the scene man I, i really don't i mean i've been in the music scene for a long time but it's it's i've been been tipping my you know dipping my toe in the water for years right and now i'm just so i've been really studying and, and kind of making mistakes and, and doing things as i go but um just kind of getting in there so i don't know how how i like portland or how portland really even likes me mm-hmm. um i just keep doing what i'm doing cool cool well i hope yeah. your reception is uh everything that you hope it is because it should be your music is dope i can't wait to hear the new stuff if it's even yeah. better it's going to be I'm sure you'll have all the success in the world. So I want to get to our segment at this point, right? Yeah. We like to call this... I did not see that coming. 
So um, you already kind of spoken on like the fact that you're into a lot of different genres of music. You listen to you know all sorts of different stuff. So, but what would you say is maybe something people really wouldn't expect you to listen to, like? Something from left. That field. Elton John drop was pretty. Yeah, that was that was pretty. You know, that's pretty I don't far think, outside your genre. I mean, listening to my music and and if you know anything about me at all, if you're my friend or even if you know we've just hung out a couple times, I mean, I don't think anyone would really be surprised to hear me say anything. Um, I, right. I, I like everything, man. There's really not a. I, I've been classically trained on the piano since I was four, so I've been listening to classical music. I like country music. I like I like rap. I like rock. I like mm-hmm. techno. I mean, I like R and B. I like funk. I like jazz. I like blues. I like. Right. What did your parents listen to when you were growing up? Christian contemporary. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where does that lead into your music? Because I feel like um, it has to somewhere, right? Like I'm was... sure it does. I think I have a naturally positive outlook on, on life because of maybe a Christian upbringing. Sure. And, and that trend, that kind and of a positive one, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I there's think negative I'll... Christian upbringing. Yeah, I know. Sure. I, I think I had a pretty positive upbringing. Uh, I, I don't really like practice um, my my religion. Um, like I used to, but I think it did definitely had a positive effect on me and, and my music shows that a little bit. There's some darker music that I have, but it's, um, usually always brings it back around to a positive, you know, a positive yeah. light. Um, your music's really know. good at that, man. It just staying in that light, you know? Yeah, I try to, you know, I try, but also highlight, you know, some realities of life that aren't so bright well, yeah that makes those bright spots just that much brighter right? yeah most definitely and so. that's the honesty you know like if everything is like all bright and happy then that's that's not honest you know right, like, sure. life, everybody runs into life at some point and you just got to confront that so. i don't want people to lie to me about it you know right yeah, <laughs> yeah most definitely don't sugarcoat it but there's some good shit out there and some shit to smile about so it's good that people are writing music about it still hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah so again, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Happy 420. This is Caleb Wildcard. Check him out. Where can, where can they find you again? Yeah, everyone go on and check, uh, Facebook just on the page, man. That's where it's at right now. <laughs> uh, it's going to be Caleb Wildcard, C-A-L-E-B Wildcard, baby. Awesome. All yeah. right, man. Well, we're about to feature one of your songs too. Uh, if that's all good with you. And this yeah. is well written. I wake up in the morning, put my pants on Whiskey pouring in my glass, that's my anthem And I swear that after this, it'll be my last one The rain hitting the pavement, that's my dance song, yeah The thunder be my best friend, I don't have none I kidnap my own soul, it's up for ransom, yeah See, I've been dancing with the rain, I know, all night Believe it or not, I cannot complain, oh no, all night Believe it or not, I've been overthinking lately And when I overthink, it overtakes me Am I fucked up or am I crazy? A little bit of both is where I'm aiming, yeah I'm used to writing when I'm angry But I finally reached Nirvana, fucking rape me, yeah See, I've been dancing with the rain, I know, all night Believe it or not, I cannot complain, oh no, all night 
believe it or not I just need someone to hold on to Till the pain goes away Till the flame goes away That I ignited Pop a couple pills Take flight Take riot Reach cloud nine Then fly ten miles behind it The Lucy leaves my ass blinded From reality I can't escape these fractals War tactics be surrounding me And it's profound to see The whole entire crowd around me Bouncing out they seats And moving like U-Haul I don't know who in the world Or who in the fuck Did you think that you are But I guarantee you That we're about to meet See I'm your new neighbor From down the street And well I'm about to to put some truth up on your plate and as for you you're about to eat see deep down inside of us our worst fear ain't the dark but it's the light in us that's right we're afraid to light the fire up because we know that if we succeed we set a standard that we have to keep and no one wants to change everyone's content staying the same well i'm not and i'll prove it with this music i'm pursuing and i promise to you bitch i'm winning you're losing see i've been dancing with a rain i know